Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. listeners. Thank you for joining me for another episode. This week is your spirit messages for December 2023. Wow. Can you sit for one second, hand to heart, close your eyes, take a deep breath with me and breathe in all the teachings, all the lessons, all the experiences, all the expansion and beauty and everything that we have navigated this year. And like, let's integrate it. Integration is the word of the month for December. We're going to integrate through the breath. Everything that has come for us this year, the good, the bad, the ugly, the expansive, it all fits, it all works. It's all for us. It's all to be integrated. And I didn't realize until about two months ago, Spirit brought me these four pillars of development for mediumship and spiritual development. And Spirit School has really embraced these four pillars over the year. And it's training, practice, self-growth, and self-reflection. And the self-reflection made it into the pillars because it came through very channeled, but it's only been in the past month or two that it's really come through a lot stronger in the teachings that they have bringing through my inspirational mediumship. And it has been around this self-reflection piece and how important it is as part of the integration process. Now, I have said this before, and it came through in the initiation closing call this past week, how consistency is so important on the mediumship and spiritual development path, but how breaks consistently interwoven into our practice are also such a valuable and important time and process of development is that self-reflection, right? That, that reflection of what has happened, what has transpired, taking in the highest quality of lessons and leaving behind the niggling, nagging ones that keep us small that we don't actually need to carry with us. So what I invite you through this breath, we're going to take three to five high quality deep breaths together at our own pace. We're going to activate something we're incredibly grateful for. We're going to bring joy to the forefront to meet the highest vibration of all these lessons and teachings we've had all year and integrate them in our soul, in our cellular makeup. We're going to allow it to move through us so that we are not holding on to things we don't need to carry heading into the next year, according to the Gregorian calendar. So five high quality deep breaths with me at our own pace. We're going to be taking a deep breath in, taking in the the richness, the expansionness of this year, and we're going to allow the breath to move through our body, through our feet and our hands. We're going to allow the breath to expand outwards. Continue with me taking high quality deep breaths. Again, bringing in all the light of everything we experienced this year. And through the breath, we exhale anything we don't need to carry with us from this moment forward. With the next breath, we set the intention to holding on to the higher quality teachings of everything we experienced, 
And through the exhale, we release that of which is not ours to carry from this moment forward. We're going to sink into our beautiful bodies and the safety and security that our bodies are gifting us in this very moment. We are safe. It's very important that we take high quality deep breaths at the end of every day to do this exercise to integrate all the higher teachings and experiences, all the highest quality teachings and experiences we're to have and really let go of the shit that doesn't matter, right? Sometimes I wonder if we focus too much on the little nagging, low quality issues and things that continue to come up for us and patterns when really we're meant to be looking at the higher vibrational learnings and teachings of said experiences and allow them to move through our body and let go of the little things. And if they continue to come up after we consciously release them, then they are for us. And maybe they're not as little as we once thought. But sometimes I wonder, and this is what Spirit's bringing through me, if we get distracted by the things that don't really matter, keeping us distracted from focusing on the bigger work that we're here to do the bigger things, the things that maybe feel so big for us that they're hard to put our hands around. And we tend to move them aside because they're not in full manifestation before us. Some things that we're here to overcome as part of our healing journey as light workers are actually so cozy to us because we've lived with them for so long that sometimes they're harder to see because they are so part of us that it actually takes stepping out and seeing things in a bigger, broader, wider perspective that they come into awareness like, oh, I've just gotten used to you. That's how, that's how I recognize that coming up for me. And this lesson really did come through the spirit world to say, we do need consistency to continue to develop our abilities into skills when we're in light workers, no matter what healing arts we end up in. But it is also very important for us to consistently take breaks and allow time for that self-reflection and that integration to happen and to take place. So I feel in December, there's a lot of external pressure or pressure from older versions of ourselves to get things mapped out and like squared away for like the big bad new year that's coming up again, according to the Gregorian calendar. And there can be a lot of resistance in planning this time of year because the real calling is the integration time. And one thing that continues to become a teaching for me is that sometimes, you know, I can be so busy, have a lot of ideas in my mind, a lot of things I want to get done in this life. And sometimes we think the answers are in that busyness. They're in that constant movement of keeping the brain engaged and keeping the heart engaged and keeping the calling and the purpose right in front of us. Like got to stay focused, got to stay focused. But one thing I've recognized through this year is any time that I have felt blocked from receiving inspirations on where I want to go, the answer has actually been to do nothing. (laughs) It's been on my paddle board or in the bath or a quiet day that the answers have come in. And so the integration is not just so that you can absorb a lot of the teachings and the um, experiences that you have had, but also that is when spirit can come in and help inspire us on our next steps. In, In saying to our higher self, saying to our spirit and soul self, 
I experienced a lot this year. I took programs. I did a couple master classes. I consumed a lot of books and podcasts. And I'm going to use this month. I'm going to use these next few weeks as the world becomes busier, as we're really in the middle of the holiday season. Then I'm going to choose to slow down. And I'm going to choose to allow my body, allow my soul, allow my spirit to integrate all the higher quality teachings and knowledge that will carry me and help me move the needle in my life and move the needle for humanity. And I'm going to, through the out breath, exhale all the things that I don't want to hang on to anymore that are just a distraction. They don't actually have a higher quality teaching to them and they're not part of where I am going. And so allowing some space and time through the month of December to um, allow that integration to take place and then be surprised at how much inspiration comes in with that energy of integration. They're reminding me right now as I take a a break to take a sip of my hot tea, how they have bringing me these lessons organically through my own life because I actually plan my next year in September and October. Um, I don't plan the next year like in December, like last minute. I'm I'm way too Virgo for that. What was going to come through me for you was how to consistently add integration time into next year, into whatever it is that is unfolding before you next year. This isn't about how much can I learn in one year? How much can I learn in one season? What can I get from this one teacher or this one experience? It's about looking at your development quest, your quest as a mystical human, having a mystical journey is, you know, what's the most sustainable way? How can I think about my development journey from that lifelong legacy lens? Now, I'm not going to claim everyone keeps themselves as busy as I tend to keep myself, but just assuming those who will be drawn to listen to the spirit messages do tend to stay and operate in that busy side. Um, You know, there's a lot of different reasons. There's like, you know, a trauma response. There's also, you know, a lot of drive. Like if you didn't grow up with enough or you have kids watching you and you really want to inspire, like there's a lot of different reasons why some of us may choose to stay busier than not. But for those of us that do choose to stay busy, it is going to be more of a challenge to like rest and recharge. But Spirit is saying just as consistent practice and training is valuable, that practice self-reflection for personal growth, those four pillars of Spirit School are equally as important. Not as sexy, not as seen, but so important for that long, sustainable path of a light worker. Um, now I'm looking down at some cards I pulled before I started kind of channeling what I was channeling around um, integration. And there are two cards that are sticking out for me, which is just so fun because I'm using four decks today. And both of them are nine cards. And both nine is the teacher's card, right? So nine is path completion. In numerology, it really is the final whole number before we go into 10, which is one broken down. So nine is that path of like mastery. It's that path of, you know, refining the lived experiences that we have had and turning them into teachings for others. And so both of these cards are the nine cards. And one of them is a spiritual strength card and the other one is solitude but the solitude card is a woman pictured with a big pillar behind her and she has a book in her hands and she's got her nose down in the books but the pillar behind her is actually glowing it's golden and so a lot of you will be stepping more into that mentoring and teaching you know um 
capacity heading into next year. And so for those of you who felt a pulling in your soul as I say that, it's so important for you to then hear that message around integration because if we are not integrated or embodied in what we are sharing, people will feel that. And if spirit is our agent and spirit is our algorithm, there's not going to be a whole lot of sympathetic or resonance if we are not integrated and embodied in what it is that we're sharing or teaching. We are literally going to be referring back to what we most recently heard and teaching and sharing other people's teachings and sharings. And so this is really kind of hammering in that integration time. If this is an area that you want to go in the future, it's going to be way more important for you to carve out and create a lifestyle that adds time for contemplation, that adds time for reflection. And again, this is only for those, not everyone wants to be a teacher or a mentor. If you're feeling that calling, you'll know, you'll feel it in your body, but it is an absolute necessity of that path to allow time for that integration. That's going to be very, very important. And, you know, the nine card around the spiritual strength actually depicts a monk. The teacher and mentoring path is more monkish than even the medium's path. It requires a lot more time alone to contemplate and to integrate. It's again, starting a lifestyle that supports the legacy of where you're going. So keep that with you. Um, there is a lot of angelic messages. Now I am in my angel era right now. I'm not in my angel era every month of every year, but I am absolutely in my angel era, usually between October and February. If I look at my life cycles over the past 10 years, and I am really deep into my angel era right now. I've had a ton of angelic experiences in the past couple months. There is the earth angel card that comes in and this is okay. So this is the message that's coming around this. It's about using some of that power because a lot of you are feeling like I have so much to offer, but like, how do I start? Like, how do I get people to sit in front of me so I can help people? Spirit is really encouraging us earth angels to be kind of like undercover angels at work, undercover prayers for humanity. And it doesn't have to be seen by the masses to be felt by everyone on this earth who has a soul, which is everyone I'd like to say. So... This card is really significant around you don't know where to channel your energy. You think you have to have a big build practice and a large clientele to be a light worker. If you can sit for five minutes a night before bed and send all the love you have in your heart to the rest of the world. And if we can get hundreds, thousands, millions to do this, we will start bringing more balance to the world. And it reminds me of actually something Caroline May say, said in um, our retreat that, you know, she's like, nothing I'm telling you I can prove. You have to feel for yourself how true this feels for you. And one thing that she said, she was talking about like the law of balance, which has been coming up for me so much lately and these spiritual laws. And she was like, the world is so crazy right now. She's like, imagine what if it was like if we didn't have millions of people praying for the planet. And maybe that's the only reason why we still have a planet at this moment is because there's more people praying for it than trying to actively destroy it. And so this is my passion and my calling for light workers to just spend five minutes a day at your own time. You don't even have to tell people you're doing it. This is about the undercover earth angel work. And my hands are on fire as I'm saying this. 
my hands are literally on fire as I'm saying this. So this is where this card is coming in. And for those of you who want to have more of like a focus on your spiritual practice, why not send some more love to the healing of this planet, all beings of this planet, all winged ones, um, tree people, plant people, um, four-legged, um, fish people, like every being on this planet that's a living organism, send love equally. Send love equally too. And spirit is showing me how much light is going to be around the planet if more of us continue to do this and it's time to tip the scales and some people think like you have to have like a really big platform or like a really big thing going to make a difference and it is not like that the thing that makes like so me I have like quite a big audience now not that big but you know you guys are loyal listeners they're showing me that like 20 of you doing prayers for five minutes a day actually has more of an impact in adding light to the world than even me through this podcast or me through my school or the teaching or the mediumship that I do. So they're actually showing me what, what they've shown me for a couple of years now around that compound effect, that having 20 people pray with light over the world is more impact than podcast episode downloads. You know what I mean? It's just so heart-centered. And I think the fact that it's done behind the scenes I don't know, it just seems to like add power to it, you know? So we all have the calling. We all have the desire and drive to help bring healing to the planet. But a lot of us are like, how? How, how, how? So hopefully these instructions from the spirit world will help you in discovering that how for yourself, okay? Now, what the spirit world is also showing me is I get this card around a time for healing that comes up that they make me feel that so many of us are like, but I need to heal first before I can do this. Yes, very quintessential of the wounded healer um, archetype. But spirit is saying you may not be able to see fully yet or even feel or sense fully yet for yourself. But when you do offer healing for others in that kind of like undercover energy, healing is moving through us. So at that cellular level, we are receiving a healing by doing this. So if that is motivation for you and can kind of silence that inner critique side that says I have to be fully healed before I can heal others, the spirit world is saying, honey, you sit down for five minutes a night and wrap this planet in light you will be able to feel that healing energy move through you the more conscious you become of it and that cellular healing will really take place and that takes me to my final stack of cards that I pulled that moves really nicely into this because it's the ancestral card so as you are offering healing as an undercover earth angel for the planet the ancestors are coming in and that line is being healed at that cellular level not like one prayer one sitting is going to like heal the whole line but Again, that compound effect, every little bit helps. So not only will earth receive a zhuzh, your inner world will receive a zhuzh and the ancestral line will also receive a healing zhuzh. So it's all very interconnected is what they're showing me. And I know that this is like healing 101 and energetics 101, maybe oversimplified for so many of my my listeners, but I know that my spirituality is quite simple. My teachings are quite simple. And merely what I want you to take from this is a reminder saying the energies are ripe. The energies are right for this healing to start taking place this month. And funny enough, that's a lot of activities to do for an integration month. But, you know, I, th I don't think the healers ever 
out of servitude in any way and sometimes the greatest motivation for our own inner healing is the fact that it can help others so let this be a reminder from the spirit world about the interconnectedness of this all and what's for one is for the whole so every decision matters every thought we have about ourselves matter every you know that internal violence has to be cleaned up right it all matters it all counts it's a compound effect so looking at the choices decisions and lifestyle you've created for yourself what compound effect are you currently creating where could that lead when it all adds up over time so these are really profound messages that come through for the month of December for you um, I know for me it's going to be interesting because I plan I mean I'm waiting to get a hold of one more filming day and then I'm going to be opening up my calendar to hopefully do at least a dozen readings in, in December. But, you know, now I'm listening to these spirit messages. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what do I do? I actually haven't allowed myself very much time to integrate this year. So so we'll see. We'll see. Um, so there's something that spirit wants me to talk about, which... Okay, am I going to talk about this? Yeah, okay. Last thing I'm going to say around this because it does have to do with inner child. It's not something I typically talk about very much, but I have seen through my years of healing, my years of teaching, it's come through in different meditations that the spirit has brought through me, um, how, you know, you could talk about this from an interdimensional lens too, but that's not my language. I don't typically use language like that, but we really are surrounded by all the versions of ourselves that have lived. And as I was becoming a little bit more exposed this year, as these opportunities started coming up, built, Spirit School was built, you know, international teachers were coming, people were starting to travel around the world to come see me this year, which is something I declared years ago I wanted and is actually happening now. There was a piece of me that really did not feel like I was worthy of it like why me the way I think about myself or have thought about myself this year I can recognize was very tied to my 14 year old self because I would go in ceremony and I'd be like okay who is this trying to overtake my thoughts what version of myself is running the show here and every single time I kept coming up with this 14 year old version of myself and people I did everything with this version I went back to where my 14 year old self used to hang out I walked those paths I sat on those benches I cried I reconciled I forgave I started to realize how unsafe that version of my myself felt alone how unseen I felt at that age and how I didn't want to be seen at that age so I could recognize and have a deep level of compassion for this version of myself that was really my little inner saboteur knowing that there are still versions of myself inside that have not fully healed well let me tell you I had one of these most beautiful experiences after and I didn't even expect to see this this is how come I know their visions because I wasn't intentionally trying to meet my 14 year old self but what happened was after the filming I went and had a bath that night and I closed my eyes and I was standing up and I was the highest version of myself. And my 14-year-old self reached her hand out to me and said, I trust you fully. <laughs> and she grabbed me by the hand and she came into my heart. And it was like, I can trust myself. I've, I've made mistakes, but I've bounced back from everything. I can handle anything, literally. And you just show up. You do it anyways. You integrate what you're meant to integrate. You say yes to the things that scare you. 
But I know the ancestors were involved. I know it took great spiritual strength and resilience. I know it took a lot of forgiveness. I know it took a lot of healing. I know that even if I don't always get it right, I'll know how to make it okay. And this for me has been one of the biggest rewards of this healing path, of being that wounded healer, of knowing that I can help heal others while I'm still working on myself. And it was just one of these beautiful experiences I got to have that really made the path worthwhile all along. So I wanted to share that with you because the the final card under the Orca elders and that elder message that came through was really around the golden children right that inner child um the tenderness and yeah it's just it's profound how it all intertwines and how it is all interconnected so your thoughts matter your words matter your choices absolutely matter how you reconcile it all completely matters and so my hope is for you all in december you get some peace you get some joy, you get a whole lot of love from self and from those who you chose to be in community with. And I'm loving on you all. I'm excited for everything that lays ahead for all of us. And I hope that some of these messages were able to seep into your heart, your spirit, and your soul. And I am going to love you until next time, friends. Have a good one. Did you know that Spirit School is not just a podcast? It's an actual school. If you go to myspiritschool.com, you can invest in self-study courses, live programs, and of course, the Spirit School Collective, my baby, my monthly membership community. All Spirit School offerings are intended to get you feeling clear, confident, and connected to your spiritual path, your development journey, and of course, connected to other spiritual curious souls who are having similar experiences to you. I hope to see you in Spirit School.